Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Gamers Without Borders podcast, a podcast about video games, technology and anything else we can think of. As always, I am Nick and joining me this week is fellow podcaster and returning guest, Judge Greg. Hey there, Nick. Thanks for having me. Not a problem, not a problem. Um, Now, a few of you might be wondering where Dapper is this week. Uh, Now, to start the podcast with a bit of an announcement, she is unfortunately, uh, she's kind of on leave for the next two or three weeks. Unfortunately, her work is sort of piling up, so she's not able to come on the podcast. So thankfully, Greg swooped in at the last moment and is helping me out for this week. Uh, But just generally, listeners, if you'd be interested in being a uh, sort of guest co-host in the next couple of weeks, uh, please do let me know. Uh, via Twitter, uh, you can either tweet me directly or you can tweet the podcast, and hopefully we'll sort something out. So yeah, that's just a small announcement, but how, how are you, Greg? I'm doing well, I'm doing well, Nick, how are you doing? Yeah. No, I'm good, I've had a uh, pretty good week, I, this, is one of the, this is one of the few weekends I've not had, uh, had to do much work, which is nice. That's good, no hot coffee incidents in the last couple of weeks? Oh, that, that... funnily enough, I thought you were, that was a joke... For something else, but no, um, no, no coffee incidents yet. <laughs> no, well, that, we'll talk some hot coffee later. Yeah, that, that's we'll. that. I yeah, no, sadly, I haven't burnt myself yet. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I've still that got my... listeners is foreshadowing. Yeah, it's it's that's oh, just such a better podcaster than me. I uh, I do my best. Yeah, and I also I don't want to humble brag too much, but listeners of this podcast, you may find uh, that you'll hear me repeating myself. Uh, because I am in the next uh, two days, I'm going to be on two other podcasts, uh, including the, uh, so this podcast and two others. And there's a chance that I think the listenership kind of crosses over between those podcasts. So when people, when I get asked what I've been playing, you'll probably end up hearing the same things. So I apologize. Yeah. But that's just the nature of <laughs> how time is going at the moment. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, so I'll start with Greg. What have you been up to? Uh, what have you been doing? All right. So, so first, I, I know you sort of touched on this in the last episode, but yeah. I wasn't there, so I'm here now. Yeah, so no, I tried fine. to get I tried to get an NES Classic. Yeah. Uh, so I think you can probably guess how that worked out for me. Yeah, I I can imagine. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> how does Nintendo keep doing this, Nick? I I I don't know. Like we like no, I don't I don't want to tread over uh, last week too much, but like as we, as we said, like they're such a big company. It's not like they don't have the capacity to make the units. Yeah, I, it's you know how many people they, they do this every time, and I remember thinking this time I thought to myself, self. That's how I refer to myself, self. Yeah. You don't think that Nintendo's going to short this again, right? They've learned their lesson. They know it's the holiday season. They don't need the bad blood, especially with the Switch coming out next year. Yeah. Uh yeah. No, they they decided no. We want all the bad blood. Yep. Like isn't so, it something? Isn't it something crazy in the U.S. that like. Best buys are being given like seven or something. Yeah, I've I've heard the number six being thrown around for like yeah. six copies, and I was so I was in my local Target the other day because I'm in my local Target almost every day, and I overheard the electronics people talking about how they uh, they only got like five or six of them, and that like somebody put them out a day early, and so a customer had it and they had to take it back, and oh. it caused like this huge issue for everybody at their store because of that. Yeah. But because he said, like, we can't sell them early, especially when we only got, you know, so yeah. many. Yeah, there's probably, like, legally they, they have to sell it on time. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I wonder if this is maybe, like, pushing sales towards the Retrons and, and the other similar devices. Yeah. I mean, Genesis has had a, a similar device out 
uh, since last year, I think, mm. or two years ago, I might have seen it. Uh, their with- device is, is actually a little bit better because it, it it comes with like the, the 30 or 60 or whatever games, but then it will still take original cartridges too. Okay. Is that something actually officially made by Sega or is it third yes. party? Oh, yes, wow. it is. It's, a, it's an official Sega one. Oh, wow. I, I, I always thought all the Sega ones were third party kind of like rip-offs. Oh, that's interesting. No, I, I, I'm, I might be just talking out of my butt here, but I was under the impression that uh, it, it was um, it was the real deal by Sega. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because then at least it means you're still giving money back to Sega as opposed right. to like some company in Taiwan that makes them for a pound. Yeah. No, I mean, they, there are advantages because it, was, it still used component cables and we are in the HDMI age. Yep. So I think people were really kind of excited that the NES Classic would be an HDMI connection. Yeah. But you know, even component, I mean, most TVs still at least have one spot for component cables. So. Yeah, most do. And then most yeah. people don't use them because we're in the HDMI age. So I mean, I could still hook it up. And yeah, I don't, I don't think we've, I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's been phased out entirely. It's one of those right. things that this is so widespread that it's, it's kind of like the headphone jack on phones. I know iPhone is the exception to that, but like, yeah. it's so widely used, even though it's actually quite old, that like they're going to be around for a while. Yeah, I mean, you can't just completely eliminate that technology unless yeah. unless your direct competition literally explodes in people's pockets. Then you can probably get away with eliminating <laughs> that technology. Yes. Yeah, your direct competition and their washing machines. Yeah, and <laughs> that one's random. Like, yeah, there are, no. there are certain things in my house I'm aware have the potential to explode if used improperly. Yeah, and there are things in my house that I would imagine probably should never explode. Because mm. they shouldn't have the right stuff to send shrapnel flying. Yeah. And the washer-dryer, those go in the latter category. Mm. So the yeah. idea that, like, you could just be doing laundry and then get a, a shard of metal shot into your shoulder just is mm. horrifying. Yeah, it's not not ideal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, just, yeah. All right. Gotcha. So anyway, that's 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 enough Nintendo bashing yeah, and Samsung be, bashing, oddly enough. Yeah, there will be a lot of there's a lot of Nintendo news this week. So yeah, look forward we, to we, that. So we'll, we'll we'll talk more about them later. Uh, so yeah. what else have I been up to? So I started putting up Christmas decorations. Oh, Greg, it's not even December. Okay, okay but here's here's the thing, Nick, and I've because I've had to defend this to everybody who knows I've done this. <laughs> so so my wife, you don't know yeah. this because this okay. is new. I'm announcing this first to your listeners. Okay, wow. Uh, so my wife is eight months pregnant. Oh, congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you. So that, of course, means that not only do I have my daughter that that, that most of your listeners heard about in the, the last few podcasts, but I, I now have another daughter on the way. But Aww. my wife being pregnant, this is now a completely solo endeavor to get the house ready for Christmas. Ah, yeah. And as I have a two-year-old daughter, you can't really just not do Christmas. Yeah, that's, yeah, okay. Right. Because, you know, when, when when there was no daughter and my wife was pregnant, we just kind of toned down Christmas. But now I have a two-year-old, soon-to-be three-year-old, who gets Christmas. Ah. I can't I can't tone it down now. So ah. I'm, I am I have to be all in. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then, yeah, so it's only going to get worse as the years go by because then as the second right. one grows up. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I basically just said, in order to make it so I don't spend the first two weeks of December hating myself and just killing myself trying to get this stuff done, I started in the middle of November. Okay. No, you, okay. That, that is a good enough excuse. Right. But that's been a pretty significant part of my, uh, of my day for the last few nights where I've just been putting up Christmas decorations and stockings and the tree oh. and all the ornaments and uh, going out and figuring out what I still need. And I, I haven't put the outdoor lights out yet. 
Yeah. Because my thought is inside my house, that's my business. Yeah. But once I put them on outside, then people get to look and be like, oh, there's that guy who put his Christmas lights up in the middle of November. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. So since I'm not going to be that guy, I'm at least waiting until probably after uh, American Thanksgiving because that's usually yeah. the, the official signal that, that you can safely put your lights out. So that's what mm. I'm going to do. That's good. But yeah, so congratulations. You sprung that on me. I would have, I, I would have, yeah. I would have made a bigger deal of it if you told me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I like your legitimate reaction. It was very authentic. Oh, you know, you didn't, you. you weren't prepared. You just yeah, had to like, react to it. Yeah, it's not like I had like a speech lined up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. That's compelling. That you you got the scoop on that. My own podcast. I haven't even announced that. Oh wow. Well, one thing I suggest is that I know it. Like you're supposed to play music to uh, to babies uh, in the womb. I wonder what would happen if you played this podcast to your future uh, daughter. I I don't want to think about that. That's horrifying. Oh, that thanks. Is, that's that is your listen. I you, your podcast has a select audience. And the unborn is probably not that audience, is what I'm oh, saying. I just need to crack that market. Think, <laughs> think of the downloads. <laughs> there's like, there's got to be some some sort of research on that. Where if you listen to uh, to a British accent long enough in the, in the womb, you come yeah. out smarter or something. I don't. Yeah, know. I'm, I'm going to find that evidence. And I, and I I want footage of. I want you to pull up like on your phone like iTunes with a subscribe button to this podcast and then see if the baby kicks the button. <laughs> to see what happens. Yeah, that yeah. baby, much like my, my daughter now, uh, has never once kicked at any point in time uh, when I can feel it. It's the most frustrating thing. Yeah. It, I, I, I stopped even trying with, with my I daughter. I she probably I like, trolls no. you that, like, as you leave your house... She's probably yeah. kicking all over the place, but anytime you're around, she's just like, no. Yeah, she's uh, she's she's vindictive like her old man. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I finished Stranger Things finally. Yeah. So that that's uh, the sh- it yeah. did get better. It did get mm. better. I'll say. Yeah. Um, about episode six, I finally started caring what happened in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you and I were, were chatting as you were sort of going through it, and you were like, "Yeah, this is getting good." <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I was I was because we had talked about it on your last podcast, and and yeah. my, my worry was that you know you you thought I was just going to hate it, and yeah. as a whole, I'm not a fan. Yeah, but for what I ended up seeing, it got better towards the end, and I ended up uh, at least being interested in the finale. Although there's a trope in there that I really. I I think it's overused an awful lot, and it was just abundant in this show. And it's the the idea that the preteen kids will save the world. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, it's like, have you met preteen kids? I don't mm. I don't want them trying to save my sandwich, much less the world. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I I agree with you. And although to be honest, I'm more annoyed that they inverted one of the obvious sort of TV tropes. Oh I, yeah, the jock got the girl. Yeah, I thought because like they've been building so much, and it was like mm-hmm. it clear that we're not going to name names to spoil things. But yeah, like sort of the nerdy shy kid, it was kind of clear yeah. there was something going on with him and the popular girl, and like they seem like a genuine relationship. And then he just gets like he basically just gets kicked in the balls emotionally. Like he, oh. he they yeah. got him a Christmas gift. What more that's, do you want? No, that's such a sad <laughs> scene because like you kind of think it's going to go somewhere, and then she just gives him a gift and like a quick peck on the cheek, and then he yeah. leaves. And it's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> well, as I said to you in private that I will pretend I am now spontaneously saying to you here, <laughs> uh, I think this gives that character more room to be developed in the next season. Yeah. 
Because yeah. as it was, if 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 they had sort of rounded out his arc like that, then mm-hmm. he's he's really just a background character for the next season. Yeah. But but now that he still sort of has some some dangling strings that they can pull on, mm. we we might be able to see more and and explore this character more. So yeah, maybe 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 I was just projecting a bit too much of myself onto him. Uh, maybe you were. I don't know. I I kind of I liked the the how it ended up re- resolving. Um, mm. We're we're getting kind of spoilery. Yeah, I think we should so. stop talking because I think the only way we can talk about this properly is by spoiling it, and I think yeah. it's still a bit too new to spoil it. It's it's so. still it's still a bit too new, but uh, yeah. anyway, yeah. So yeah, we'll just leave it at that. It's it was yeah. a thing that I saw, and and it got better, and I enjoyed. It. And Millie Bobby Brown is oh, phenomenally God. talented. Yeah. yeah, she's she's one of the best actors actresses out there, and she's like younger yeah. than all of us. She's she's like scary good. Like oh, God, like yeah. remi- reminds me of a young Dakota Fanning before Dakota mm. Fanning went to wherever it is Dakota Fanning's go to not yeah. be good anymore. But yeah. Yeah, so she she reminds me of 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 Dakota Fanning's talent when she was yeah. young. I, yeah, I get the impression that if if yeah if she can like stay not on the rails, but if she stays good, like she's gonna have an amazing career ahead of her. Yeah, I mean she's got a great start right now because yeah. she's oh, God, she's yeah. compelling and and hopefully we'll see her in some more stuff. Yeah. All right. So also I've been watching the 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 combination of Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. Oh yeah, because all the yeah, that's all crossing yeah. over at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, they're 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 in the middle of of all this stuff leading up to the giant crossover that's going to be coming, and I think in a couple of weeks. Uh, let me tell you, it is exhausting trying to watch all those shows and try to keep mm. up. Yeah, I, I it was bad enough, and it was Flash and Arrow. Mm. But now, now that Supergirl has kind of been added, I've, now I always watched Supergirl. But Supergirl, I didn't need to keep up with as much because it wasn't really in the mix. Yeah. But now it's sort of in the mix, and I know this crossover is coming, so I got to keep up with them all at the same time. And I have just mm. never liked Legends of Tomorrow at all. Okay, I've, yeah, I've got no experience with any of them, so I yeah. So it's it's just been it's been almost exhausting trying to keep up with everything and making sure that I have to keep track. And now it, it's at the point where stuff happens in Flash that now affects stuff in Arrow. Yeah. So I have to keep because you know, and and the, all the time traveling. There's too much time traveling between Flash and Legends. Everybody's just whipping around through time, like willy nilly. It's, mm, it's 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 yeah. horrible. You have to. It's almost. I'm almost at the point of the Game of Thrones, you know, flowchart of. So what oh, yeah. has happened? What has not happened? What was erased? What was not erased? It is. It it is an actual real effort to try to keep up with these shows, and they're losing me, quite frankly. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. I I like when places get like a shared universe right, but it does take a lot of kind of effort to put it, together yeah. right. Yeah, it does, and and like time travel is something that's hard to do. Mm. So it it's difficult when you have a shared universe, and in one of those universes they're time traveling, much less in the other universe where they're not only time traveling but creating alternate timelines. Yeah. So now I have to think, do the legends come from the original timeline or the oh, other God. timeline? Okay, now I'm getting it. You know what? Yeah. There, there's something to be said for the Doctor Who method of we're just going to travel through time and you're just not going to yeah. think about it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, even, because, yeah, Doctor Who dabbled with, like, trying to give some explanation. Not some explanation to so much how they travel, but, like, that it was governed by rules and it never really worked. Like, yeah. It, it made it like it made good thematic sense for like one story arc, but beyond that, it's not really helpful. 
Right, yeah. I, I think I like to prescribe to maybe the Bill and Ted rule of time travel, yeah. where it's just whatever is fun and works for the story at the time. Exactly. So, that's we should all be more like Bill and Ted. <laughs> that's that's what I'm trying to say. Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to be partying tonight, by the way. Oh, wh- where are you going tonight? Oh, I'm just out to my local bar. Oh, so you just... That's, that's what alcoholics do, Nick. It's yeah, but there's going to be music and people dancing anyway. I I I, did, <laughs> I, I had I had some drunk fun uh, earlier this week, which I'll get to in a few minutes. All right. Wow. Uh, you you have an interesting way of justifying your habit, but then yeah. again, I am staring at a giant bottle of scotch on my desk. So hey, yeah. you know what? To each their own. Wait, are, are you like some cliche New York police captain with a bottle of scotch in your desk? <laughs> that's yeah. Been a moit. I, I just need the Irish accent, and then I would just completely fulfill yeah. the New York yeah. stereotype. Weirdly mm. enough, the Irishman drinking scotch and being in New York. Wow, yep. America's weird, Nick. Yeah, you've got well, you've got a lot weirder over the last few weeks, but yeah. <laughs> haven't we though? Okay, let's move on. Yeah. Let's, oh, politics. All right, I started playing Dishonored. Oh, the first one. The first, yeah, because I the the second one looked really good, and the yeah. first one is actually for sale right now, uh, oh, okay. and and it will be at the time this goes up. So if you're listening to this now, you still have a chance. I believe it's for sale for ten dollars on okay. Xbox Live. Okay. The the live arcade, whatever they're calling their yeah. store now, the Xbox Store. So and since I'm I'm huge into the digital, so I'm really glad whenever I can get a cheap digital copy. Yeah. So ten dollars for the first Dishonored, the the full HD Xbox One edition. So yeah. So I went ahead and started playing that, and I'm, I'm having fun with it. I yeah. I I like a good stealth game that doesn't mm. make me feel like once I'm discovered, I have nothing going on for me. Yeah. Yeah, I like. Yeah, the, the, I'm I'm in the exact same position. Like I don't like insta fail stealth. I'm more like stealth where you can fight your way out if needs be. Yeah. But like I I do hear in that game, but like. If you just start killing people, like you, like the the game just gives you like an objectively like worse worse ending. Yeah, that's like, they, it's, they, it's, they, it's it's designed to be played non lethally. Like they, they pile it on. Yeah, they they yeah. definitely like in all the hints like things work out better if you don't kill people. I'm like yeah. okay, I, I get it, I get it. Thank you, thank you. Mm. But and I mean, I, then again, I played uh, Metal Gear Solid Three. And I think I didn't even try to be stealthy. I just ran around, and if somebody discovered me, I just slit their throats. And then if the people he called discovered me, I slit yeah. their throats. And I just basically ran around with my knife wailing over my head, just slicing the throats of anyone who came near. Yeah, I'm a similar way that, yeah, like, stealth for me is, like, the exception, not the rule. So when I pull yeah. it off, I feel really cool. <laughs> Yeah, I I like stealth to be forgiving, like I'm like how the Batman games did stealth. I think they yeah. did it right. Where mm. I didn't, first of all, I didn't feel vulnerable because like in, in a games like Dishonored, I feel like when I'm stealth and I'm behind, like I'm hiding behind the chest high wall. Mm. I I think to myself like, oh no, what if they see me? What if they see me? Can I take all these guys? How am I going to get out of here? Whereas when people see Batman and you're in the Batman games, you're like, no, that's no big thing. Yeah, I'm Batman. It's fine. I'm, I'm going to go between a couple of gargoyles. I'll slide down this grate. I'll be underneath them. I'll hit both of them with exploding gel. We're good. I'm still good. I, I got this. I'm Batman. Yeah. Mm. And so that was a weird transition for me to talk about how much I love the Batman games, but I just want to put it out there. I love the Batman games. Yeah, I never quite got on with them. I I had Batman in Arkham City for a while, and I think I just got stuck. I don't know if uh, perhaps the game finished oh. or something. I just never got on with it. Oh, that's right. that's too bad. Yeah, I I having lived through the history of Batman games, 
Mm. And and having been a a not so proud owner of the game Batman Dark Tomorrow, Ooh. which which is probably one of the worst games ever created in in the history of video games. Wow. <laughs> At least that was a true statement until Steam Greenlight became a thing, and now I don't know if yep. I can hold true to that anymore. But yeah, probably it was it was awful, and it was and it was the reason I got a GameCube specifically because at the time it was going to be a GameCube exclusive. I was so excited for this game, mm. and I played it, and it was it was such a horrible, horrible game. So as soon as Arkham Asylum came out, and I actually saw a good Batman game, I became so excited. That these games get so much leeway with me, that it's I I can't yeah. hold them accountable for anything. Yeah, it's yep. yeah, it's I, I think they've really sort of come come of age, as it were, through the Arkham series. Yeah, and I I'd like to see them continue. It's it's sad that Rocksteady doesn't seem like they're going to do anymore because they do it so well. But I'm hoping that means they're just moving on to another DC superhero yeah. license. To some extent, like I I quite like that a developer isn't just kind of riding the sequel train they're kind of just going look we made three or four good games and we know they're good and we're just going to leave it there we're not going to yeah. sully our name well i mean so warner brothers bought them so they have they have all the superheroes so i'm just saying if arrow wanted a game now is the time i want i wonder if they'll do a superman game just so it, everyone so stops hard. talking about superman 64 yeah. oh superman 64 was a special kind of bad <laughs> and I've I own many many Superman games that have come out across PlayStations and PlayStation Twos and and the original Xbox, but Superman sixty four was special bad. I would I would love to see a good Superman game, and I think Rocksteady yeah. could probably pull it off if anybody. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think like even even if it ended up being a bit of a Batman reskin, like and obviously they play very differently. I still think that would be a good game. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Hmm. All right, so that's me. I'm I'm done. Cool. Uh, As for me, I'm not doing that much gaming. I'm in this. I'm in this annoying phase, like I've been saying, of like it's the run up to Christmas, so I haven't really got any new games. I'm just kind of going back through my older games to kill time. So I've been playing a bit of Just Cause Three. I've just been kind of going around the map, getting all sorts of little collectibles and things while listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. Just a bit of kind of like low effort gaming. That game is still quite wonky in a lot of places. Like the the physics are like a a good kind of broken. (laughs) <laughs> that like you can do things and like you'll just like ping off a wall and it's like well, that's fine. Yeah, no, I get I get exactly what you're saying. You're like they're broken in a way that at least yeah. benefits me. Yeah, and I think when I'm I remember first playing it, they had some real frame rate problems, but I don't know if they've patched it, but it seems to run a bit smoother now. Oh, that's Cause good. Because there, there were points where like it would drop to literally zero frames, and I would be on the verge of restarting my PS4 because I think it would have crashed, and then it'll just recover. Huh. Yeah, like, so what? that's that's an issue. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And while I'm no like, I, I'm no I'm no game designer, but to me it always seemed to happen when there didn't seem to be much going on. <laughs> like I would just be flying around, like not really near any cars, and that's kind of the time it would fail. Not like during like say a twenty car pileup, like it was weird. That is that is weird. Yeah. But yeah, I'm no game designer, so I, I'm yeah. not gonna hypothesize. I, I don't know the workings of the game, but you would have thought, especially because you know PlayStation. There would have been some performance testing on that, you would, you exactly. would think. Well, and I'm yeah. assuming you're, you have base model PlayStation. You don't have a Pro or anything no, like that, I right? No, I just, just got the, just got the base model. Yeah. I, I've got the Ultimate Edition, which is the bigger hard drive and the slightly better cooling, but yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't even have that one. Yeah, I only got that one because it was like, well, it's it's, twi- it's, it's a double hard drive and it was only and it, and it was like 5% more expensive. So I was like, well, I might as well for the yeah. bigger hard drive. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I also played um, 
at my local university's video game society. I, I got to play Little Big Planet three in four player co op, and that's that was fun, but also like utter carnage. Because like, I remember playing uh, New Super Mario Brothers on the Wii in two player, and that being a disaster. And yeah, this was a hundred times worse because wow. there was more people. You get like more complex power ups, and yeah, it was fun but also ridiculous. Yeah, so, sometimes yeah. you need fun but ridiculous. That's that's yeah. a thing that people like. Yeah, to be honest, um, the four of us spent. Uh, we were playing the game, and we reached a point where there was like a costume shop, and we spent a good half an hour just picking the most ridiculous <laughs> costumes. So I had like a wolf head for a while, and then mm. like. 1950s like style hair right and, oh, like you do great. yeah yeah just yeah so good mm-hmm. uh, but yes yeah, so that, that was a nice experience and that's a series i've not had a huge amount of experience with i had little big planet 2 on my ps3 but it never really sort of clicked with me like it was a fun game and i liked what it was doing but i don't know like precision platforming is not really my thing i kind of struggle kind of with like hand-eye coordination stuff so kind of like precise platforming is kind of tough at times yeah. And I will say, Little Big Planet really wigged me out because you go in and out of the screen. Like quite often, you fly into the background and have to come back out again. Oh, that's that's so that, weird. Like, yeah, that like screwed up my depth perception. Like, yeah, I'd that would. To, I, yeah, I I go to make a jump, and it's like as well as moving left or right as you jump, you also have to move back and forth. So yeah, it's kind of weird. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing. This isn't games related, but. This is just a memorable thing I did this week, and I know uh, people are going to take the mickey out of me for it, and I know I'll have the mickey taken out of me on another podcast that I'm going to be on. I won't name names to spoil the surprise. But I did karaoke with a friend of mine while I was a little bit drunk. I I think a little bit drunk is redundant. What? Why? Because I believe when anybody does karaoke, they are a little bit drunk just by the nature of the act. Yeah. I have, I have yet to hear of sober karaoke. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's a thing. To be, do you want to know what I sung? This of course, was, this, I want to know what you sung. Yeah, this was this was this was me and a girl singing together to a room of probably about like a hundred odd people because it was in a bar, and we sung "Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up" because <laughs> that's one of the few that's one of the few songs I know most of the words to. Wow! So you rickrolled them? Oh God, yeah, hard rickrolled them completely. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I mean, that's a good one. Yeah, it, it is, was made. Be- yeah. It was made better by the fact that we were following a person that had just done "Let It Go." So, oh, "Let It Go," I know that song. Yeah. I, I really, I, I, I can't believe you do. I just, I, yeah, I, I think, I think, I didn't put it in my "What Have I Been Up To," but uh, I think I've seen Frozen fifteen times this last week. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't. I'm not exaggerating, Nick. That's that's yeah. no, that's I, a thing. I, I can imagine. I already, doing- I already have one viewing under my belt today. Wow. Are, are, are you gonna are you gonna hide? Um, all traces of it when the new baby comes. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm just going to embrace it. It's it's a thing. It's out there. And I've I, have you seen the other Disney movies? This is easily the most palatable of the Disney movies. True. I haven't seen any of the newer Disney stuff. Like, yeah. I probably the, new, the newest Disney film I think I've seen is Toy Story three. Yeah. Although I haven't seen Tangled yet, so maybe Tangled will be pretty good. Yeah. I, I I need to get on that, but Disney is not very good with the whole digital release that comes with the Blu-ray. Ah, okay. And and so it it kind of limits what I what I will buy from them because I the digital release is huge because you put that on a tablet and that way you can take it with you when you go to a restaurant or a place yeah. where you need some adult time. Okay. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of a big thing, but uh. Yeah, but Frozen is a is a huge deal in our house. But I mean, it's it's not bad. And so my daughter loves Elsa, 
and she likes yeah. to dress up as Elsa and go to the store because that's what daughters like to do apparently. Um, <laughs> and so I do get to I do get to play my oh actually card all the time whenever see people see her because like oh what a pretty princess and I get to be like Elsa's a queen. Oh, mic drop. Yeah, that's that's my yeah. You just got served. Yeah, you should you should have like an I'm with stupid esque t shirt made that just said Elsa's a queen and an arrow. Yeah. So when I was in Disney World uh, a couple of weeks ago, I told you about that on the last podcast yeah. I was on. Somebody had a shirt, and I looked for it all over Disney. I couldn't find it, but it was a big old picture of Elsa, and the words say "Princess, please, I'm a queen." Oh, that's good. And I'm like that, there you go. You yeah. you won Disney. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, that's basically me, um, yeah. and uh, if anyone wants to embarrass me, I can tell you now there is no video footage of me seeing karaoke. Oh, that is that is a shame. There is a single post-karaoke photo on my Facebook profile, but uh, yeah, there was a Snapchat <laughs> taken, but thank God Snapchat doesn't save things. That's, wow. Yeah. Either they were using really bad mics, or my voice sounds terrible when I'm drunk, because my voice was all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just karaoke, man. That's yeah. how it works. Yeah, but yeah, I, I recommend anyone that has the opportunity to do it because it's good fun. <laughs> Especially if you do it with someone else. But yeah, <laughs> those are always fun. Yep. Yeah. I'm uh, moving to this week's news. Like I said, a lot of uh, Nintendo news, and then one bit of controversial news, which I'm going to have to very carefully explain when we get to it. Uh, but first <laughs> of all, it would appear that the Nintendo Switch's price has been revealed. Uh, because uh, roughly last week, I didn't, I didn't comment on it in uh, last week's show until it was confirmed, uh, the UK retailer game listed the Switch at £199 for the base uh, mm-hmm. model, and then 250 you could get like a bundle with a game, and then uh, now it's come out, but I think the Canadian branch of Toys R Us, it briefly bo- uh, popped up uh, for, an, for an equivalent price in dollars. So yeah, it, mm-hmm. it appears to be around £200, $250. Yep. Which, if that, if that comes to true, is going to be bloody good. Yeah, wasn't that what the Wii was released for? I think the Wii was possibly a, a, around that, if not a tiny bit more. Like, I know the Wii U, I think, launched at 300 Yeah, I just, I want to, I, I, I'm trying to remember back to the Wii launch. Yeah. Um, um, which was, I'll, I don't even want to think up. about how long ago, it was 10 years ago, I want to say. Yeah, no, yeah, it popped up on my f- Twitter today, it was like, yeah. the Wii is 10 years old, and everyone tweeting was like, oh, I feel so old. Yeah, because re- it came out, it came out like the same day as the PS3, and yeah. and the PS3 was, uh, came out at like the $600 price point, so yep. the Wii it, felt like free next to that. Yeah. Um, and you couldn't find either console for like six months anyway, so it didn't really. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I got a. Um, yeah, I was very lucky. I got a. I got a Wii for my birthday, and it was a complete surprise. Oh well, that's nice. I never nice. ended up getting the Wii, at yeah. all. Uh, I've just looked. Uh, the Wii launched uh, for two hundred and fifty dollars uh, or one hundred and seventy nine pounds. Okay. So actually, a bit less, but. Same for me. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm not savvy enough to know how the the pound compared to the dollar back then, so I don't know exactly yeah, I, how that. And I can't be able to adjust it. And I, yeah, I know, I know recently the dro- the dollar has dropped a bit and the pound surged a bit. So yeah, I, I yeah, it's I, I I always I always just try and roughly guess when it comes to doing conversions. I never make them. Completely yeah, you, you can't because between the two of our countries, we like to make political choices that surge our dollar values. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was quite so, funny. I, I did. Have you? Have you? Sorry to hark to another podcast, but have you listened to the? Latest, yeah, I heard. I heard, uh, I heard your letter on One Track Gamers. Yeah, yeah. My, that opening bit, I was like, yes. <laughs> I just, yep. 
Like there were there were on on the day to be honest, there were lots of tweets making that joke. Like I think it was someone like Zach Braff tweeted like the US is just Brexited on the day of the election. And yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, you have. Right. Now, without commenting on, on the any merits yeah. of anybody who voted either way, yeah. um, as, as I have said in the past, and I will continue to say it, I don't care how you vote as long as you vote your conscience and you make yeah. an intelligent choice. Mm. Um, and then in my head, I know what that choice should have been, mm-hmm. but that's not for me to tell you. That's, yeah. But uh, whatever you think of the choice, America's choice will last four years. Yep. And Britain's choice will last longer. Mm-hmm. So I think you still win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, if I one lighter way to get American politics, have you seen any of those hilarious uh, uh, Obama and Joe Biden memes? Those are the best thing to have oh, happened as a result oh, okay. of this. I, I love all of them. Everyone I've seen them. is good. I, I know eventually someone's going to ruin it, but for yeah. now, they're just they so are, funny. They are phenomenal. Yeah, oh, that's so good. Just uh, Listeners, Google, like, uh, Obama-Biden memes. You'll find them. They're, they're just they so are. good. I just, I love how they, like, are always... <laughs> Joe Biden's expression is always hilarious. Yeah. He is... He is a man that people like even when they don't like his politics because he's just yeah. he's 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 sort of genuine in a in a yeah. crazy way. Mm. Like so, the picture, yeah, like yeah. The, his expression when he's looking out, I think the window of the Oval Office, and like he kind of like he looks really pissed, but he's trying to hide it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh boy, those yeah, those fine. those are great. Yeah, they are good. Uh, anyway, back to the news. This is an interesting bit of news that mm-hmm. I don't, it's not been that widely reported. Like, I don't think many of the major sites uh, have picked up on it. Uh, but basically, what happened is it's been taken down now, but very briefly on the IMDb page of the voice of uh, Mario and a lot of Mario characters, Charles Martinet, it popped up. Uh, two of his projects were listed as Super Mario Galaxy 3 and Super Mario Sunshine HD, which, That's, if this is true, yeah. implies they're coming to the Switch. Um, I, I mean, I guess we all knew that there was a 3D Mario platformer coming to the Switch. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's not... I don't see why you need to be super secretive of Super Mario Galaxy 3. Other than Nint- Nintendo yeah. and most other companies, they're not, they're not alone in this. They have this really weird tendency to try to safeguard every little aspect of, of their yeah. announcements so that they can do it on their own terms. Mm. Um, I get why they do it because, man, like... PlayStation and Xbox, they really sort of let Scorpio and Pro get out there before they even got yeah. remote control of that narrative. So I get it, but I mean, it's it's not really a stretch to think that the next Mario platformer could have been Mario Galaxy Three. I'm a little exactly. disappointed because I uh, I didn't like the Mario Galaxies. Now I loved Mario sixty four, so I would sort yeah. of like them to get back to that. And I never played Mario Sunshine. Mm. That's the one where he had like the big water pack on his back. Yeah. I think. Well, yeah, that's the interesting thing because I've I've never played it, but uh, I've never played Sunshine. And I've played a tiny bit of Galaxy, but I do know that like Sunshine is probably the most divided, like polarizing of the main series Mario games. People either seem to love it or hate it. So I think it's quite interesting that Nintendo has taken the kind of risk, assuming the story is true. To choose mm. to remaster it. Well, I yeah, you're. I I've never really met anyone who hated it, but I've certainly, I've been on the internet long enough to to see comments of this come up in inappropriate places, as comments yeah. are want to do on the internet. So, mm. yeah, I I guess 
kudos to them to to finally give this game some love because I mean it yeah. just kind of came out and then when it wasn't universally praised, they yeah. just walked away. Mm. And the interesting thing is that I know one of the, I think the big complaints of it is that like the water physics are a bit kind of wonky. And I wonder if this HD version, maybe they'll tweak the mechanics a tiny Ooh. bit as opposed to just upscaling it. I would hope so. I mean, it's, I think, it's Nintendo. Nintendo doesn't really do the HD remake, so maybe. Yeah. Because, yeah, like I think with uh, Twilight Princess HD, they did tweak a few things. And obviously they did with, yeah. it, with, the, they did with um, Ocarina on the 3DS. Like mm-hmm. they fixed the in- inventory system so that the water temple is much easier. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I did, you, did you play the, um, the Twilight Princess HD remake? Uh, no. Okay. I'm just, I'm curious if they made Link left-handed again. I, uh, I, I did know the answer to this, and I, but I've forgotten, but I okay. can't remember. It, it was definitely right. a point of discussion when it came out. Because yeah, that was my, my major issue with the Wii release of Twilight Princess, was Link was right-handed. And, like, the only yeah. consistent thing about this character through the years has been green tunic, left-handed. Like, yeah, that's it. He, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's either left-handed, or you can switch it. Oh, I... Well, okay. Uh, if you can switch it, that's fine. It's one of those two, but don't quote me on that, listeners. If you, I'm going to go you, ahead and quote. You have it right here. You heard it first oh, from Nick. No. Confirmed. Confirmed it could oh, be switched. No. Fine. If you're confirming everything, then um, I'm going to carry on by saying Half-Life 3 is coming out tomorrow. Uh, Last Guardian will never release. <laughs> and No Man's Sky 2 is going to have... There we go. There. <laughs> just might as well just hit it hit a home run. Yeah, that's a baseball term, Nick. I, I, no, it's <laughs> right. I don't. I did know that. It's all right. Okay. I know a little bit about baseball and a little bit about American football. That's all right. I, Man, you guys love American football over there. Every time we send it's, teams over, you sell out Wembley Stadium. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, I I personally don't watch it. But yeah, the NFL like now that it's like broadcast and stuff, people really like it. Yeah, I uh, I cannot believe the the horrible teams we send over there. <laughs> and then we it's it's almost like they're trying to convince the uh the United Kingdom that the Jacksonville Jaguars are a good football team. <laughs> like it's yeah. I think they want to try to move them over to there. Probably. They, we hear this talk every single time because now there's like what four games this year are being played in Wembley? Okay. So yeah, they're all like, maybe maybe they it. should just have a team over in England. Like, oh, do you know what yeah. a pain that would be for the team and all the mm. other teams that have to fly out there? But yeah, I also I'm quite happy because I'm fingers crossed. I'm hoping that America is going to save the soul of Formula One as well. Oh, ooh. because uh, an American company, Liberty Media, recently bought basically controlling interest. Okay, and the guy that's going to run it has the greatest moustache in the world. Does he really? Yeah, he's called Chase Carey. Chase Carey. I will I will look that up because I was under the, the impression moustache. that Tom Selleck had the best moustache in the world. Oh no no! If you Google like Chase Carey Liberty Media, he has the best moustache. Oh. And while you're doing that, I'll move into a small bit of news. <laughs> um, there are rumours, and again, these are unsubstantiated, that uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild may not be a Switch uh, launch title and may actually be slightly delayed. Uh, it, the rumours that I've heard don't give any specific reasons more than just it needs a bit more polish a bit more finish so it's not going to make the March launch date if I'm honest if I was Nintendo I'd almost consider more pushing back the release of the Switch itself to get it out to have a solid launch title and a, as opposed to pushing the game back but pff, I don't yeah. work for Nintendo I, yeah. I just I, I, I kind of feel like if it doesn't have a solid launch it's going to end up a bit like the GameCube where it was like I know a lot of people think Luigi's Mansion is good but for a lot of people 
the GameCube's launch lineup wasn't great. Yeah, it was not great. So uh, anyway, by the way, I looked it up. Yes, that is an epic mustache. Yes. And moving on, uh, I think this is a total mistake. The, the, everyone loves the Zelda game. It's almost more than the Mario game. It is the thing people talk about when a new console is coming out from Nintendo, is what's the Zelda game going to be? And this one yeah. was featured pretty prominently in the announcement video. Yep. yep. So I, you have to. You have to bring out the Zelda game. People want to see it. So yeah. it, I, it's not like you need to make a holiday release. You know, it's, no. it doesn't have to be out in time for Christmas or whatever holiday people want to celebrate in this part of the year. So it's not going to be till March. What Functionally, what's the difference between March and April? Besides maybe they wanted it to spike a certain quarter's sales, in which case yeah. stop being jaded, help yourself out, launch this thing with Zelda, and then thank mm. me later. Personally, Nintendo, write a letter and say, Dear Judge Greg, thank you for the advice. Here is your free Nintendo Switch. Sincerely, and hugs and kisses, Nintendo. How does it? Wouldn't you rather have a free NES Classic? Because <laughs> they're going to be much harder to find. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it, you know what? The the scarcity of the NES Classic has almost more galvanized me in the idea that maybe I'll just get wait and get a Switch if yeah. if I can get those and Amazon doesn't crash. Mm, that was that was ridiculous. That was oh, awful. Yeah. 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 And uh, so yeah, it's a bit of a sh- bit of a shame that, but these things do happen. But yeah, this last bit of news, I really need to work out the correct way to <laughs> talk about this <laughs> because well, like we're we're like a we're open, like we're a pretty open podcast. We we swear quite a bit. Like I I need to be careful how I explain this. So basically, uh, Sony recently suspended a player of Watch Dogs Two as he discovered what I'm going to refer to as an explicit texture uh, within the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what it was. Yeah, what we will yeah. do is we will will include an article uh, that sort of explains this in better detail. I will mention it doesn't contain the offending image, so don't worry, you're not going to see it. If there's some weird people out there that want to see it, it is possible to find, but it's really not very interesting. But I, we more want to talk about this because of sort of kind of as a result of it, what a lot of cut has come out of it as a result. It's this is just a bizarre story on almost every single level where you can almost vilify everyone involved and be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because at, at the one hand, and if I'm to understand how this came about, is uh, the, the, the player, he did something that caused an explosion in which there was collateral damage of civilians, as does happen in these open world games from time yeah. to time. And uh, apparently, as part of the explosion, there was a woman who was knocked back. And then he could get a clear upskirt view, and he noticed yeah. the explicit texture. Um, that I've not seen the image, so I can only mm. go by what I was able to infer from the uh, the article that I read. But it apparently was not like a, a crude, flat texture. But it was no. this was something that took somebody effort. Somebody, yes, an individual, a developer, presumably sat down and said to themselves. I am going to make this NPC anatomically correct yes. and did so. And so the player saw that and instead of moving on with his life, decided yeah. that not only did I see this and uh, I now need to pay special attention to this because at the end of the day, it's it's still just anatomy, buddy. Just yep. Yep. get over it. 
Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah. He took the picture, he posted it online, and he posted, like, the the Sony sharing thing. Yeah, like, as in he used, like, the share button on his PS4 <laughs> to take the photo. Now, yeah. so, on, and then he get, ends up getting uh, this, now the story is, is developing as as we speak, but, like, he got first full-on suspended, then one yep. month suspended, and I hear now they just lifted his suspension. Yep, they apparently lifted it. He got in touch with Sony and they lifted it. Yeah, because I went back, I, I looked through yeah. this guy's Twitter, and yeah, if you look back, he kind of goes like, oh, I just got banned. Oh, I just got banned for a month. Oh, I just got ba- I just got reverted. But yeah. I th- and I think a couple people, I think I've, a couple people I saw in relation to it on Twitter raised the point, and I think the reason is, like, it's in Sony's rules that you can't share, I think the official term is, like, adult or sexually explicit content. But I think the reason for that is that, like, the PS4 share system doesn't have, like, an age gate of any sort. Mm-hmm. So I think the bigger problem is, let's say, hypothetically, you were friends with the guy that took this picture on PS4 and you were logged into your PS4. It might pop up and go, this friend has shared a photo. And it's not going to say this photo contains unsuitable content. So you might open it, and then if your daughter wanders in, like... So I think that's why yeah. he got banned, because PlayStation doesn't censor itself. Like, I know things like, say, Twitter and most sites will say, like, this is sensitive content, are you sure you want to view? Like, I think systems like that don't always work, but they at right. least have something in place to try and limit who can see it. Yeah, and I, 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 I get the policy from Sony, because... Yeah. You you obviously you don't want to try to subject people to images that they do not really wish to see, um, yeah. and people can make that decision for themselves. And again, you also don't want to be sharing it with children and whatnot. However, and let's just let's put Watch Dogs two away for a while and maybe just talk about other games. There is sexually explicit content in games in general. Mm. Yeah. So you're almost saying we have this button that will share whatever's on your screen, and even though what's on your screen might be in the game you purchased, if it doesn't if it's not the right kind of content, you still shouldn't share it, but we have no way of stopping you. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a, a really, I'm not going to say entrapment, but it's just, it's, you're setting people up for failure. Mm. And you, you just, you don't want to do that, especially if you're trying to push this whole, you can share in social media, but don't share yeah. that and don't share that and don't hit it. It, it sends a very odd, almost mixed message. Yeah. But at the same time, um, if you come across a game and you see something which is uh, as explicit and as overtly explicit as what this guy saw, yeah. you don't hit the share button. Yeah. Like, this, like this, if... this wasn't like a borderline. This was something common sense oh, could have caught this before it got as far as it did. Yeah. Um, so which I don't necessarily like... feel this man is the martyr he feels he is. But um, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's such an obvious oversight that I almost wonder if it was like, a deliberate move by the developers a bit of an in-joke so like a lot of people have harked back and said oh th- this was like uh, the whole hot coffee controversy with San Andreas which is the joke uh, Greg, I thought Greg was making at the beginning of the show but like they're very different things because that if I rem- might remember rightly was like hidden very deeply in the game's code and I don't think could be normally accessed like you had to hack you had yeah. to hack it whereas in the Watch Dog 2 situation like you could I think in theory like I, should, mm-hmm. I, I think it's being passionate now, but in theory, you could just walk into this game and cause it to happen quite quickly. Like it's not like you have to dig into the game to find something you could shouldn't normally be able to see. Yeah. So like it's a it's a different issue because it's so publicly visible. Right, and so it it makes you wonder exactly you know how 
prolific was this particular texture and yeah. was it was it on all the NPCs or was it just on certain NPCs like would mm. would play testing have feasibly been able to catch this or did somebody yeah. put this in as a one in a million haha it's a funny joke and mm. well when you put it out to several million people one in a million becomes reasonable odds at that point yeah yeah it's it, it it's weird. I think I think part of the problem is because it's it's more it's it's more it's more graphic than I think even a lot of people like are willing to give. Like what, uh, games are willing to give people are willing to give games a bit of a pass. Like for adult content, if it's kind of relevant in the sense of like it makes kind of sense within say mm-hmm. a narrative. But this almost seems like it's in there for a joke, and it's like if this is just a joke, like it's a kind of bit excessive. It, it it denotes maybe a, a certain sadness on the part of the developer who put this in. Like, yeah. it it's it's not a funny ha ha joke. It's a seriously, seriously, are you a professional yeah. or not? Kind of joke. Mm, yeah, and that's so that's why I say you can almost like Sony is like okay, you sending a mixed message. Either people can share or you don't want them to share, but don't make it a one button press and then say oh, but this part of the game that we we published isn't right. On the mm. other hand, if you come across this in a game, how about instead of hitting the share button and putting it on social media for the world to see, you maybe write a letter to Sony and be like, hey, were you aware of this? Because this is yeah. a little off. And then for Watch Dogs, uh, I'm not going to poo-poo on the QA people because who knows if they could have caught this or not. But on the developer who put it in there in the first place, is it a funny joke now, developer? Is it ha-ha yeah. funny now, now that your company is taking flack for it? Yeah, a company that often takes flack, and like, yeah. I think for a while this seemed like the game that could have like pulled Ubisoft up a bit, because like they kind of said like, yeah, like, we're, we're like we're, we're pulling, we're like when they were putting other their games on hold for a year, and it looked like maybe kind of Ubisoft was going to finally have a clean launch of a game, and well, well, I I, really... I hear they're patching it out now. I mean, I I yeah. don't I don't want to be that guy who says like all oh, the nudity should be patched out. I mean, it's it's at the end of the day, it's the human body. Um, yeah. People have human bodies. Human bodies are different. There are parts to them. It's there, there's nothing inherently offensive about it. I yeah. I just think that you know this was not the most tasteful way of of doing yeah. that. And I I don't know that this was necessarily done to be progressive in terms of it was done yeah. to be uh, more perverse. And I don't yeah. think that that should be the direction you go when it comes to this sort of thing. Yeah, like, I think there's a place for it. So, like, games like, say, The Witcher, like, it, it has a lot of nudity in it and it sometimes contains some flack, but I think, like... But it's, like, that's it's done at very specific points in the story. Right. And it's done at, like, what I would argue are relevant places. Like, it's not like you just... It's not like this where you just stumble around the open world and it's there. Like, it's very much... I, I, and it's a bit cheap to say it helps character development... Like it sounds like I'm trying to justify it, but yeah, I think there are places where it's okay. And like you say, like it's a perfectly natural and normal thing. If we want games to be realistic, that is like an element that we have to think about. Right. I mean, you you don't want to continually push this narrative of games are for children, and so when you yeah. play this, but every, all the content needs to be PG. You're continuing that narrative, and I disagree with yeah. it. Games can be for adults, and and as as I've said now, this is my third time. The human body is totally natural. And there's nothing inherently wrong with it, and if you believe yeah. so, then you've got your own things to work through. And there's nothing I can say on a podcast that's going to help you. Yeah. 
Yeah. But at the same time, there's there needs to be certain maturity with it. Like mature content doesn't mean what a 13 year old boy would think is mature content. It needs to be what yeah. an adult would think is mature content. This is mature yeah. content as envisioned by a 13 year old boy, not yeah. as envisioned by an adult. Because, mm. yeah, to be honest, this story reminds me more of... Do you remember when that was the, there was that really strange thing in um, in Beyond Two Souls? Uh, I'm not familiar with... I saw, I've, I'm was, familiar with the game, so you may need to explain to me I what think, the strange thing was. I think it was Beyond was. Two Souls. It's, it's either Beyond Two Souls or Two Human, one of the two. It's a game that has the actress Ellen Page in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it was, was Beyond Two Souls, yeah. Yeah, Beyond Two Souls. And it, it's, it uses her... It looks like how it uses her face, but someone re- it, w- it was discovered in the game that coded into it was an entirely nude character model. But Ellen Page was like, "Well, like I never agreed to that. Like there was never supposed to be nudity in the game." So they like invented. A oh, character model I think for I heard about character. this. They because yeah. you shouldn't have been able to see it, but if if you were able to mod the game to get camera control, yeah, you could move yeah. the camera in such a way to see. Because there's a point, I think, in the game where she takes a shower, but of course you don't yeah. see anything because the camera is placed in such a way where you couldn't. But if you yeah. mod the game and you get camera control, you can move to the point where you can see that it was yeah. a, an anatomically correct uh, character yeah. model. Um, although in that one, it wasn't as bad because it's not like it was, it wasn't overt like this. I mean, this was. Yeah. Well, no, but I think the problem there was more that, like, it wasn't agreed to. right and that's that's a different issue altogether but i mm. i think they didn't they didn't go out of their way to you know this was in watchdogs 2 what you were seeing was sort of what uh an obgyn would be seeing whereas yeah. you know it in 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 beyond two souls it was simply just uh nipples can i say nipple on yeah. your show is that yeah. a thing yeah, we have an explicit rating on iTunes, it's fine. Yeah, nipples. Now again, there's the whole other issue of the fact that it's Ellen Page's face, and so if you're yeah. going to place her face and her likeness in the game, you really need consent from her before you decide to put any sort of nude model on, on her face, because yeah. at that point now you've, you're have you in you're in a completely different domain that's wrong. And yeah. I, I understand where she's coming from, and I believe she's right in this particular case. Um, and I think this is maybe where you should have gone the Barbie doll route. Yep. Uh, when in doubt, just go the Barbie doll route is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, or the, or yeah, the Sims approach. Yeah. Sure. Sorry, my yeah. mind's in a different place. Yeah. No, 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 it's fine. They're both equally valid points. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> but it was yeah. just... I uh, The reason I wanted to talk about this is because, one, it was uh, such a bizarre story. Yeah, it's... and and two, it's just it's really very rare you find a story like this where you can say almost at every any certain point, like you shouldn't have done that and you shouldn't have done that, like you yeah. all failed at, at your own relative point in this story's progression of narrative. Each one yeah. of you failed. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's an interesting story. We'll yeah. uh, we'll we'll leave an article, and like I said, the article does not have the offending image in it. I made sure. Uh, so yeah, we're moving to this week's topic, uh, which thankfully uh, Greg has supplied us, and also a great sort of fun game challenge, a bit later on, which will be good fun. But yeah, so we'll start with, you said, yeah, the best games based on licensed properties. Yes, I, well, because we didn't have a topic, and I was, yeah. I, I was basically saying, like, do, do you want to have a topic? I can probably yeah. think of stuff. Now, as as I don't have a video game podcast... And I usually like to take these these ideas, these topics, and share them with my my sister podcasts who do video games. But these were yeah. sort of they aren't really full podcast worthy topics. 
Yeah, but no, it's fun. I'm for a podcast like like yours, where we're going to talk about what we've been doing and different the news articles, yeah. and we only need maybe you know ten to fifteen minutes of extra content. These are perfect. Exactly. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. So, and like I said, yeah, what we're planning to do after this as well is gonna is a bit longer, but I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. And, yeah, so, yeah I, I'm anyway. I'm really excited for that. So not to not to push past the current topic. So I yeah, think anyway, so, but yeah. best video um, games, and this is I I alluded to this earlier when I was talking about the Batman games, but I I was thinking about how much I enjoyed the Arkham games, and I thought what are, what are some of the best games that are actually based on licensed properties? Because I've played through some of the worst, and and yeah. the good ones are few and far between. Uh, so, mm. and not to be too Batman centric, um, if there is yeah. such a thing as too Batman centric, mm, but probably not. Uh, I would say my, my favorite games are usually Batman based. Uh, so there's the Arkham yeah. series, of course, which I love. And there was a, a Super Nintendo game. My personal favorite that come out of that entire generation was it was based on the movie Batman Returns. Okay. And it was it's it's it was like a Double Dragon style beat 'em up game. Like, there was very little detective elements to it. You were basically just walking through the streets of Gotham, beating up clowns. <laughs> okay. Well, because the Red Triangle Circus Gang was the enemy in that movie, so, uh, okay. so there were clowns. Yeah. It was It's, it's story-relevant. Okay. But it was, it was so well done. The mechanics were great. The balance was great. The controls were, were tight. And you could interact with the foreground and the background, and different things from the movie would keep showing up, and then you... There was just so much to it, and there was a, a one vehicle scene in there, and maybe two vehicle scenes. Um, you would switch it up to like there'd be like certain platforming levels to intersperse the the, the double dragon beat 'em up levels, and it was yeah. really well done. It was it, it's easily my favorite. And it was very satisfying, and the person who did the sound effects did a phenomenal job because when Batman takes two clowns' heads and smashes them together, it is a crunch that is Ooh. just so satisfying. Yeah. Mm. My uh, answer is kind of a bit of a cop out. One because it's kind of two licensed properties, and two because there's so many of them. But uh, I like the Lego games, in particular Lego Star Wars, because that was kind of my mm-hmm. in- introduction to the series. And they're just nice, like yeah, nice, quite a simple beat them up, and it's it's quite funny because they like they try to stick to, stick to the films as well. Oh, yeah. I am so, all yeah. about the Star Wars games, Nick. I think they do a, yeah. a great job, and they're one of the very few good all-age friendly games that are available. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I just like them generally because I have I have good memories of those. And, like, yeah, it was, I remember, yeah, especially when the first one came out, I remember, like, uh, the, me and a few loads of friends would play it and you'd have the classic thing of, like, when, when, when you're young and it's, like, you kind of sort of, you t- say, oh, like, this random thing happened to me and, like, it probably never happened, but, like, it was kind of urban legends that started about, like, secret levels and stuff and they just, yeah. That's, I, yeah, yeah, so I think it's a bit kind of nostalgia is kind of uh, giving uh, Star- Lego Star Wars the win there. Yep. Uh, yeah, and then you also wondered about our holiday uh, sort of Christmas uh, gaming wish lists. Yeah, like what what, ga- what games are you thinking? Because if, if you're like me, you really only yeah. buy yourself a lot of games around the holidays. Yeah, I, or, yeah, same. I very yeah. occasionally will like treat myself to something mid-year if it's like something I've been really waiting for, but yeah, I normally... Yeah, it would holiday, it would have to be a pretty good sale for me to buy something sort of non-holiday time because holiday times yeah. where I usually get my Amazon gift cards and that's what brings about yeah. my game purchases. Mm, definitely. So, so um, what are you looking at this year? For me, it was going to be Watch Dogs Two, mm-hmm. um, but obviously. But once you found I'm, out about the human anatomy involved, you were like, "No, not for me, more. sir. <laughs> not for me." Uh, well. <laughs> 
no, yeah, that like I still think it's going to be a good game, and ignoring that, like I've heard <laughs> good things about it. Yeah, it, yeah. it's not I'm even not, there not, anymore. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not buying it for that. For another next <laughs> joke. If I, I, I oh god, yeah. I'm not going to live that down. I'm going to get stupid tweets down. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, uh, and then I've said it a few times. I would quite like to get. Um, it's not coming out at Christmas, but uh, F1 2016. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I hear, because I I had a, a few of the more recent F1 games on PC, but I've always preferred it on console because I play better on a pad. And I kind of hear that 2016 is kind of a lot of the culmination of what uh, Codemasters, the developers, have done with that series. Because they had a really annoying habit; they've had the license for I think six or seven years now of like introducing really cool features one year and then just pulling them the next. What? But like even like fundamental features, so like without getting too technical into F one, it has a safety car that drives around if there's like a crash or it's too wet. And it's like they introduced the safety car one year, I think it was in twenty thirteen, and then in the twenty fourteen game they pulled they pulled it out. And it's like it's the safety car, it's a key thing. And oh. huh. but yeah, I think twenty sixteen is kind of they brought it all together. Like yeah. So that'd be quite interesting, but yeah, like I've said many times, that game isn't getting cheap, I don't know why. And it's like I know it's popular, but it's not like a game that sells tens of millions of copies like I don't know why it holds its value so well yeah that's weird yeah, like it, yeah but that would yeah that's it it's not not a huge number of things may I'd maybe look into Dishonored 2 but I think a lot of the big games I want are coming out sort of early next year it's like Horizon Zero Dawn is big on my list oh yeah yeah that might have that might have to be like a non-birthday non-Christmas special purchase yeah that that game looks amazing uh, Detroit uh, Becoming Human is yeah. also looking really good uh, so for my holiday gaming wish list, I'm uh, so I'm looking at Watch Dogs two and Dishonored two. Yeah, um, all the twos. All the twos. Um, I'm apparently, for as much as I complain about there's no new intellectual properties, I buy all the sequels, so I am part of yeah. the problem and not the solution. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know what you mean. Speaking of which, uh, I'm also looking to see if maybe I can't get a, a, a cheap price on Rise of the Tomb Raider and Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Yeah, I am so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm not. I'm not helping yeah. anybody. Yeah, and of, of course, I was. I guess the the classic Ness would have been on that list until it turns out yeah. it it disintegrated into uh, a vapor as I tried to place it in my Amazon cart. So yeah, I had a few people say that. Yeah, like you could say like had to basket, and then it wouldn't just go. It wouldn't go through. Yeah. So here's here's what it would do for me. This is infuriating. Is it would you'd say add to basket like move to cart. Awesome. Check out. There's nothing in my cart. Ah, oh, okay. So not not only have do I not have it, but I have been moved off the page. Ah, oh, yeah. So that was that was that was a special kind of frustrating. But yeah, I think that's that's my my holiday wish list. Okay, that's cool. Sure. Um. Yeah, and then we'll move into what would normally be our community questions because what happened is. Uh, we didn't have any community questions. Despite that, I sent questions out, and while I like when people do this, loads of people liked and like retweeted the quest, the tweet for me asking for questions, but no one actually sent me any, <laughs> which is kind of like, come on, if you if put the effort into like the tweet, you could at least think of something. But no, and then Greg, uh, before we started recording, messaged me, was like, oh, I've got an idea, and I don't know if you at least want to explain what this is, and then we'll just do it. Sure, sure, let me let me go. This is, it's something I've toyed around with doing, but like, I don't really, again, your podcast has sort of, uh, as a format that's more conducive to this sort of thing. So it was an idea yeah. that I had, but really had no place to implement it. And I figured we were coming on your podcast, and in the show notes, the community section was blank. And I thought to myself, 
uh, maybe we can do something different. So I just kind of said like, hey, Nick, I'm thinking of doing something different with, with the comment section and or the community section. You said, yeah, go ahead. So, you know, you gave me carte blanche because you don't know me well enough to know you shouldn't do that. Yeah. So <laughs> what I did and my thought was when whenever you don't get enough questions from your own community to ask, you go out and you pull questions that were asked of a different community. And, and you get there's the entertaining value is where you go to a community where you have no business answering the questions that aren't really even relevant to you, but you answer them anyway. Yeah. Yep. So as I am out looking, I come across a, a wonderful article from The Atlantic which is the questions, uh, they picked some of the top questions that people asked advice columnists during the 1690s. Yeah, throwback. The, the 1690s. So we are going to answer questions that were relevant yep. 325 years ago. Yeah. And we're, we're hey. going to see how well our advice holds up to those people mm. who have been waiting patiently to find out what Nick and Judge yes. Greg have to say about their problems. Exactly, and that's what like the the age of these questions must be remembered because one of them does sound quite sexist <laughs> when you read it out. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so we'll start with uh, I almost would do this in an old timey voice, but I'm terrible at accents. Yeah. Uh, so the first question is: Why is thunder more terrible in the night time? <laughs> so you don't really get thunder in the day. Like thunder is normally in yeah, evening. I mean. It, it it does happen in the daytime too, but I guess I guess the question isn't really so much as why is it more terrible? I don't know. Is because it's scarier? Because it's God's wrath. That's when the that's when the witches are out. I would assume. Yeah. To, yeah. To give a 1690s answer, yeah, it's God's wrath. Yeah. The, I suppose, the, yeah. I'm going to go with witches. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to go with. Because I can't think of a funny answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I had something funny, but no. That is, this is a question that weighed on a person so much they wrote to a news column and said, "Hey, could you help me out with my thunder problem?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, to boy. be honest, like so, some the other questions are better, kind of like agony on style questions. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's a fun um, one. so yeah. The next question is: In what space of time do you think the whole mass of the blood circulates through the body? Now, now again, who who was staying up at night thinking this to themselves? Like, what was yeah? And and so what we did not include. If you go to the article, and I don't know if you want to put it in the show notes, Nick. The article yeah, no, does include do. what the answers were to these questions, mm. and and th- there is some intrinsic entertainment value there. But what you all listen to is uh, you want to hear what what we have to say. Yeah. Um, I don't actually know the answer to this, but uh, it's not long. Yeah, I have two answers. Yeah, one is it that blood doesn't actually circulate. Uh, blood just stays still in our bodies. That's my theory. <laughs> yeah, that's another or good one. Yeah, it's it's either like just pseudo measurements of time. So it's like a jiffy. Yeah, faster faster than a speeding bullet. Mm-hmm. Faster than hotcakes. Just all impossible measurements of time. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna yeah. say three jiffies and two shakes of a lamb's tail. Yeah, I actually I think it's always something that pops up on like those random facts twitter accounts but i think a jiffy is an official measurement of time is it really it's like a it's like a tenth of a second or something huh. uh, excuse us listeners while i google this uh a jiffy is what fraction of a second jiffy brackets time J- this can't be true this was apparently defined by someone in the 1800s uh, first attested in 1785 
Oh, so see, these people in 1690 would have never had any concept of the Jiffy, which is why they didn't know that that's how long it takes to circulate. Oh. The, I don't know where I'm going with this. This is just oh, apparently nonsense. it's apparently it's used in electronics. It's uh, for measuring. It's for the power cycles of AC power, and it's a fiftieth or a sixtieth of a second. Oh, well, okay then. The more you know, listeners. Wow, this is an educational podcast. Yeah. I did not know the Jiffy had its own Wikipedia page. Anyway, uh, this is the next one. Is a longer I, question. I love this question. But, <laughs> this the, was my the, pay, the payoff is just so good. So just uh, take a deep breath, listeners. Get comfortable wherever you're sitting, listening to this podcast. So, my father had a dog, which he kept a great many years, in which time I had two brothers and one sister that died. And it was observed that the dog, always the day before they died, went about a hundred yards from the house and laid his nose towards the church where they were all buried <laughs> and howled in a strange, hideous manner for an hour or more at a time. And when my father died, he did the same. Now, it seems as if the dog has some prophetic, or what to call it, knowledge in these matters. So basically, <laughs> is your dog predicting when your family members are about to die? I think maybe we're... we're... We're sort of ignoring the most obvious answer here, which is the dog is killing them. Yes, yes. The dog did it, and the dog is mm. signaling to you that, like, tomorrow I'm taking one of you out. And yeah. you just seem to be ignoring all the call signs while several members of your family are being picked off one by one by the dog. Mm. And he mentions, like, laying his nose in, uh, in by the ground. Like, I wonder if he's got, like, blood on his nose from yeah. when he's killed the victim and he's cleaning his nose. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. he's obviously – he's giving you all the warning signs. He's basically saying, like, listen, tomorrow I will kill again. And yeah. you just seem to think – I mean, it's it's cause and effect, people. You just – you got to exactly. put it together. Clearly the dog it, is, yeah. is the, the one who's doing it now. Um, So mm. I recommend you get rid of the dog. Yeah. Although no, note note to listeners: is, don't actually just get rid of your dog for stu- stupid, silly yeah. reasons like that. Be, although, be a good don't dog they dog. say that? Yeah. Although, don't they say that dogs can smell fear? Dogs can smell fear. So maybe it's the fear of death reverberating back through time, and then that's what the dog smells. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps it. Perhaps or, it is. Or, or yeah, maybe, maybe maybe you know it was witches. Or maybe the dog is trying to convert a Catholic family to Protestantism. That's why they don't. <laughs> there you I go. know it's a, it's a little bit early for the Reformation because I am studying it at the moment, but yeah. that's my answer. The, do- the dog was, was ahead of his time, is what you're trying to yeah. say. Yeah. It was... it, oh my God, that dog was Luther. Yes. That, the do- if, if that dog had been capable of writing and nailing things <laughs> to, to church doors, I mean, think of how history yeah. could have been reshaped. Yeah. <laughs> You heard it here first. Another GWB quote, uh, Luther was a dog. Okay. Wow. Uh, All right. Nowhere to go but up from here. Exactly. Did not expect that. Next question. Yeah. If I am thinking of committing any greater enormous crime and sin, such as adultery, but do not personally and actually commit it, am I guilty of the crime and soon? Uh, Now, this is, I think, if you slightly reword this, I think this is a genuine, like, legal debate. Of the whole idea of, like, if you, like, push someone else to commit a crime on your behalf? Yeah, I mean, I so. guess I, I kind of see it as they're asking, like, if I really want to do this crime, but I yeah. don't actually do it, am I still guilty of it? And I don't know if they're asking guilty of it in, like, a legal sense or in, like, mm. sort of the, the personal conscience sense of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so to this I have to say that if uh, just – Thinking of committing a crime, it, such as murder, 
was just as bad mm-hmm. as doing murder, I would be in jail. So oh god, yeah, we do, we do be in jail. <laughs> yeah, I l- listen. It's no, you're not guilty because you didn't do it. And I guess yeah. if if maybe the only reason the literally the only reason you didn't do it was because you just haven't had the opportunity. Well, you're not yeah. guilty of it. Uh, get help. Yep. Yeah. Uh, if 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 the yeah. only reason you haven't murdered somebody is because you just haven't been able to be alone with them with a knife in your hand, uh, go mm. go go get help. Go talk to somebody. Yeah. Go call a, a counseling hotline. Go do something. Um, you're not in a good place right now. Hi, on a minute. Yeah. So as this is the 1690s, wait for the telephone to be invented, then call yeah. the hotline. Yeah, I guess the calling the hotline wasn't relevant to this particular timeline. I would yeah. say go. Have, yeah. Go to a medical practitioner who is not going to drill a hole in your head. Yeah. And talk to them. Uh, mm, I have two bits of advice. Uh, okay. One is. Remember the fact that fingerprinting is not kind of a thing until the late 19th century, so you can leave as much evidence at a crime scene and you'll be fine. And two, yeah, the law is just complicated. Like, I had to research federal kidnapping law in the US recently. I'm not planning a kidnapping. It was for work. Mm-hmm. And bloody hell, that's complicated. Wow. So, yeah. so you, you took this in a very dark direction. I did. You gave advice oh. on how to actually commit the crime. <laughs> Whereas no I kind of tried to deter submitting the crime. Well, no, I just think it's interesting it's, how Cong- how Congress argues tries to argue are confusing and interesting. I will give you that. Commerce. But uh, but yeah, okay, moving on. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Moving on. This is the question that we warned you about, and this is literally what the question is, and it is: Is it proper for women to be learned? So basically, can women be educated? This 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 haunted this individual. So now you have to wonder, like, was this a man who had observed a woman reading yeah, and thought to himself, like, is this right? Do, should I stop her? Or is this a woman who found herself wanting to learn but was told no and thought, okay, individual I don't know who writes for now, the paper. I think this is... Is it okay for me to be learned? I think this is uh, clearly so masculine. I guess, I guess uh, the answer I would give... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think I think yeah. The real answer here is uh, yeah, it's 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 fine. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, you need to you need to get with the times. Mm. Even at sixteen ninety, this sort of thought should have been outdated. Yeah. Although to be fair, like I think that's definitely been written by like an emasculated man. Like I think he's been doing like a quiz with a woman, and the woman's beating him, and he's now feeling really bad about it. So yeah. he's he's written into the paper and been like, "This woman's cleverer than me." Yeah. Although, it, almost as a sad commentary, though, like, it is 2016, and there are still people who would ask this question unironically. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, no. It's it's almost sad. Like, oh, 325 years, and we're, we're, we're still yeah. worried about this. We haven't, we haven't figured it out. The answer is, yeah, women can be learned. Seriously. Yep. Just and get over it. And quite a lot of the time, women are far, far more clever than men. That's true. Do you know I recently learned that uh, they did a, a study of uh, software testers, and they found that women make better software testers than men. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's that's a very interesting tidbit of knowledge. Why? Mm. I don't know exactly how you determined that or what made you decide that those were your metrics that you were going to test, but sure. Yeah. Um, Just a little okay. tidbit out there. Thank you. That's, again, the more you know. Yeah. Uh, this next one, I would imagine this question is probably still being asked in 2016, given that some of the new dance crazes that appear. And the question is simply, dancing, is it lawful? <laughs> I love how the question isn't right or wrong. It's lawful. 
Yeah, so it's illegal thing. You could go to the court and say, that man is doing, insert yeah. relevant dance yeah. joke here, and this, I don't this, like it. This individual saw some 1690s version of the Macarena, said oh. to himself, is that right? Yeah. Um... I'm pretty sure it is lawful, though. So yeah. I think I think we're good. This isn't this this isn't like a Kevin Bacon movie. So I think yeah. dancing well, is, is, is yeah. Allowed. As long as you're not doing it in like a place, it depends. It can depend on like context. So like, if you try to do it on the lawn of the White House, you'd probably get arrested. Yeah, don't do it there. Yeah. So like, you could get arrested f- for factors relating to the fact that you're dancing, but you couldn't be arrested for dancing in it itself. Yeah, I think the dancing in and of itself is is perfectly okay. So I yeah. think you're good. You're good, listener. Go ahead and dance. Yeah. And this last question, I've been toying about whether to give a flippant answer or a genuine one, and I'm going to see with how what you go with. Because <laughs> this last question, and it's 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 nice that this was being asked in the 1690s, mm-hmm. is quite simply, what's love? Baby, don't hurt me. Fuck's sake! <laughs> don't hurt me. No more. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus Greg <laughs> yeah. oh. it was it was there it was the low hanging yeah. fruit yeah I was going to say hmm, this will be interesting between a guy who's been married and a guy who's forever been single to give different answers but then you went and ruined it <laughs> I went Roxbury on you yes I did yeah, all you right did. Um, <laughs> I don't um, have a good answer to that. Like, again, it's 2016. We still haven't really figured this one out, and we probably never will. Yeah, love is basically the best and worst thing ever. Yes, because when because when you get it right, it's great. But if you get it wrong, it's horrendous. And you get it wrong, statistically speaking, a lot more than you get it right. Oh yeah. Yeah, we got real yeah. deep here. Yeah. If anyone oh, ever, right. if if anyone says like, "Oh, I got it right first time," I'm gonna hit them. <laughs> Well, don't don't actually hit. No, you know no, what? No, it's fine. Go ahead, hit him. I think yeah, you're good. No. You're good. I I I will be grouch. This is the one thing I will be grouchy about. <laughs> yeah. I hate other people's happiness. There we are. Oh, that's that's perfectly fair and noble. If no one, either every either everyone, including me, gets to be happy, or no one gets to be happy, <laughs> that is the rule. That's and and it's not a bad rule. Yeah, I think it's fair. I really do. Mm. Yeah, anyway, that that last question, a slightly <laughs> weird note to end on. I almost think I should have start and ended on Greg's joke. Uh, <laughs> kind of brings this week's episode to a close. Um, so remember, if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, you can follow us at GWBpod. You can email us questions. You can email us funny community ideas like this at GWBpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Discord where you can come chat. A lot of the former guests are in that, so if you want to get in touch with them, you can. Uh, remember us on Snapchat at GWB Team 35. Uh, you can find me personally on Twitter at another GMG blog. You can find my uh, you can find my blog at nickvjenkins25.wordpress.com. You can find the absent dapper. Just Google dapper paper bag. Uh, Greg, where can people find you? All right. So if you want to find my personal Twitter, I am at Judge Greg is Law. For uh, the content that I produce, if you want to find uh, podcasts, articles, uh, some Let's Plays, reviews, you can check out Enthusiacs.com. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So just search for Enthusiacs, and we're there. Cool. Um, yeah, that just about wraps up this week. Again, thank you very much to Greg for coming in and saving me at the last minute. So no I didn't problem. Have to do a, didn't have to do a solo episode. I did think that was probably going to happen. 
So thank you for that. Uh, as I said before, I uh, hope I will endeavour to try and get guest hosts in over the next couple of weeks. So I'm not doing this by myself. Uh, but even if I can't, I will still do an episode. I'm not. I'm not going to miss out a week for you guys because I like you too much. That's well. That's good. I would totally have just missed a week. I had oh, no. just said, forget it. I'm not doing a podcast. Yeah, would you, well, I'm, I'm actually on holiday one weekend in a few months' time, and I'm already planning how I'm going to get a podcast in. So, yeah, that's my commitment. All right. Yeah, anyway, uh, thank you very much, listeners. We will see you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>